Well, hey there, I'm Liz St. Jean, and this is the Unruly Leadership Podcast, where I help subject matter experts like you design a career on your terms. It's where strategy meets intuition to help you break the rules, ignore the rules, and make your own damn rules. So let's break free from perfectionism, imposter thoughts, and that inner rule keeper that's keeping you in your career comfort zone. It's time to become unapologetically you and step into the life you were meant to live. We're going to talk presence, productivity, career, and having it all. Or, as my four-year-old would say, we're going to take over the world. So let's get to it. Well, hello there, friend. Thank you for being here with me today. Now, in this very first episode of the podcast, I wanted to give you some background and the history, the inspiration that led me to creating this podcast. So I'm going to take you on a bit of a journey and tell you about where the title came from and what my inspiration was and what we're going to do with this podcast because I really see us doing it together. This is about you and me and all of the other folks out there who want to live that career, that life of their dreams. So let's get started. I'll give you a bit of background first about myself and how I got into the leadership field itself. So it was 2014. I went back and checked Goodreads for this. It was uh, 2014, November, I think it was. And I read Lean In. And that was the very first leadership book I ever read. I read that. (laughs) Probably, I think I sat down and like read it in an hour. Then I read Strengths-Based Leadership. Then I read Start With Why. And I was hooked. I thought it was the most fascinating thing I had ever come across. Because for me, I didn't grow up in a professional family. I didn't grow up in a world that went to work at a computer. I didn't know any of the professional niceties. I was, I was never taught it. I, gosh, I didn't even hear the term emotional intelligence until I was, I was in, well into my 30s. I didn't know any of these concepts. No one had ever taught them to me. I have an economics background, right? You never, you never talked about this stuff in economics. Now, in hindsight, it's funny because I did do a minor in commerce. And I think back and one of the courses I took was organizational behavior, which is the foundational area for leadership studies. And it's really funny. I hated that class. I actually, I really hated it. So it's on one hand, it's funny to watch yourself change right over the years. So when I was in my early 20s, I was not in a place for it. But when I got a little bit older and had some work experience under me, and then I started reading these books, I found them so fascinating. I just, the, the idea of how people operate in, at work, how they influence each other, how they collaborate, how they how they talk and what their motivations are. I find it so fascinating. So those are the first books I read and I just started devouring leadership books ever since then. If you've 
been in my community for a while, you know that I even have the what I called the ultimate guide to leadership books because I just started reading book after book after book. And what I noticed was that there was a ton of books out there, but there was not really any place you could get, um, there's no real organization. And that's, you know, speaking of strengths-based leadership, one of my strengths is what's called the arranger. I love arranging things, data, information. And so I put together a leadership guide or a, a guide to leadership books. So I kept reading and reading and reading and observing and observing and observing. And then I really wanted to take it to the next level. So I went and started studying uh, leadership development and organizational development at the graduate level. And it was, just, it, again, it was so fascinating. Um, I did my, I did a graduate thesis at the time and I did my thesis on the uh, the use of gossip on cross-functional teams. And it was just so interesting. Everything about the studies were so fascinating to me. Now, the birth of this podcast came because one day I was walking in the library. And I actually remember this. Actually, I actually took a selfie before before the story I'm about to tell you. I had taken a selfie. So I have a selfie because I had my, had my son. I had... Um, uh, I just had a, uh, my son a few months before that, and so I had him in the carrier, and we were walking through the library, and and I don't know about you, but I, I really enjoy physical books. I love audiobooks as well. Like, I love to listen as I'm walking, as I'm uh, maybe going for a walk in the forest, or when my son was really little, when, uh, pushing the stroller, but I just love physical books. I love looking at them. I love the feeling of them, the feelings they evoke. So I was just kind of walking through the aisles of the, the section where they have a lot of leadership books. And I was just looking. And I kid you not, it was like this book jumped out at me. <laughs> it really feels like it. If there was a movie scene, it would have like, it would have wiggled a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then it would have jumped out in front of me or jumped into my arms. And it had this bright yellow cover. So that's probably why it got my attention, of course, right? And it was called The Unruly Women of Paris, written by uh, uh, Gail Gillickson. And the book itself is a fascinating topic. It's about um, the women in Paris and the depiction of women in Paris during the French uprising in the 1800s. So that's what that book is about. But it really just captured my imagination. Unruly. In this case, unruly women. But unruly. And it's funny, at the time, I almost started a podcast then. I was going to call it Unruly Women or Unruly Women in Leadership. And I didn't at the time, just wasn't quite the right time. And over the years, I've, I've mostly been working with women over the years, but over the last six, eight months or so, I've been starting to open up. And then when I started talking about starting a podcast, I was messaging with some former clients and some friends and we were chatting and one of my uh, past clients who's a phenomenal past client she suggested calling it unruly leadership to make it more accessible to make it um, more inclusive and I thought that was fantastic now the reason I called it unruly what I'm really getting at is because and what that title really spoke to me about is that it feels like we face so many rules in our life, in our careers, especially. 
And they're so often conflicting. I see so many conflicting uh, rules out there. I'll give you one example. <laughs> Resting bee face. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? So there's this rule, this set of conflicting rules out there about whether women should smile. Like, I remember a couple years ago, not that many years ago, I think it was two years ago, I went to a conference on, um, on talent development, and there was a session about women in leadership development, or women's leadership development, or women as leaders, I don't know, something like that. So I'm sitting there in this room with, you know, 500 people, there's me and 499 of my closest friends. And we're watching this executive coach up on stage, like physically up there in front of the room, has great stage presence. And she starts her presentation. And she tells us to smile more. I kid you not. This is two years ago. She tells us to smile more. I, I'm sure my jaw just dropped open literally dropped open I couldn't believe it that is that is not contemporary advice for women right you should not have to smile to advance your career now that said I am also a person who smiles a lot <laughs> so on the flip side then there's also all this advice and rules about well you shouldn't be smiling you should be serious I like I even remember and years and years ago I was walking down the hallway and someone stopped me and they just looked at me and they said, "Huh. You smile a lot." <laughs> like, uh, "Okay. <laughs> yep. You know, I don't know what you do with that. What do you do with that when someone just says you smile a lot?" You know, I got along well with this person really well and I didn't really take it personally, but it was funny, right? So here you have like on the one hand, you should smile. And on the other hand, you shouldn't smile. You should be serious. So there are just so many conflicting rules. And let's not even get started on all the, quote, rules about leadership. You know, you can't throw a rock without hitting an article about the seven ways to be an authentic leader. Eight clues to know if you're a good leader. You should be a servant leader. You should be a humble leader. You should be an authentic leader. You should be a transformational leader. You know, don't be a manager. Be a leader. But, but don't forget to manage people. You know, do it all. Do, follow all the rules. Be all the things. It's exhausting. Even just reading it off feels exhausting. Do you feel exhausted? So I wanted to create a show that ignores the rules, that breaks the rules, that makes its own damn rules. And I even did that with the name of this podcast. So I don't know how many of you noticed, but I did not spell unruly correctly. I added an E in there. And I did that because, I, well, first of all, I thought it was, f you know, fun, right? Because it's about breaking the rules. So we got to spell it with an E for, un for rules. And then I'm also breaking the rules because... That means that I've misspelled it, which interestingly enough, I think most people don't even notice that that's not how it's supposed to be spelled. <laughs> I think some people even have to Google it. Like, wait, how do you spell it? 
But some people, I had this, gave me total pushback and just like, nope, that's not how you spell it. You should spell it correctly. Well, this podcast is literally about breaking rules, so I'm pretty sure I should misspell it. <laughs> okay, so what are we going to talk about in this podcast? So we've got, I've got five different buckets of topics that I'll be covering, and we will go between the topics. I'm going to have short series where I'll focus in on one area or another. I'm going to have guest speakers. I'm going to do trainings myself, and we're just going to have so much fun with all these topics. So the first one, it's going to be about career growth, development, and advancement. And that can be anything you want, whatever it means for you. Like for some of you, you are working towards a promotion, right? Or you're working on a promotion right now. Or you have aspirational dreams, right? One day I'm going to be VP. And for others, it's going to be about experience in your career, you might want to have more of a career where you just experience a lot of different areas. Or maybe you go deep and you develop this really deep expertise. So advancement can mean anything. As long as it means movement, as long as it means you're growing, as long as it means you're developing. So we'll have lots of topics or lots of episodes about that. And then the second one will be about productivity. And especially overcoming perfectionism. I know there's a lot of folks out there with a lot of perfectionism, right? And even something, and I'm going to do an episode on this, even something called, that I call anyways, prefectionism. Prefectionism. So prefectionism, that's the tendency to want to be perfect at something before you've ever done it. <laughs> Are you guilty of it? Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you've done that before, right? You want to, You don't want to have to you know, grow at it or take time or be bad at something. You just want to be great at everything right off the bat. That's perfectionism. <laughs> so we talk, oh, and I'll bring you, we're going to do two things with this one. We're going to do like literal tips and how to make life easier, you know, hacks and all those things are just different, different ways of being more productive. But we are also going to do mindset. A lot of this is mindset. And all the tips and tricks in the world cannot help you when you've got your the perfectionism or perfectionism going on. So we will be definitely getting into mindset stuff. Now, the third one is going to be around professional confidence and leadership. And I'll especially be coming at this one through the lens of something called energy leadership. So unless, unless you've probably worked with me or you've come through my coaching program, you may have never heard of this before, energy leadership. It's a, it's a framework, and I'm going to be teaching it. Don't, don't you worry. I'm going to be teaching it in this podcast. It's a framework about, about understanding how we show up and especially how the way that we show up how it gets results or can get in the way of getting results. So we'll be doing some, some diving into ener the energy leadership model and all sorts of other aspects related to professional confidence and, and feeling great and feeling powerful even. You know, I think we often are, feel uncomfortable with the word power. I think it's a delicious word. I like 
the word power. I think it's fun. So we will be getting into that and maybe even getting comfortable with the word power and thinking about power and how we can use it while still being authentic, while still being positive, while still making connections in the workplace and being connected. When I say making connections, I don't mean like in the handing out your business card way. I mean in the like more like creating connection and feeling connected to the people around you. Okay, those are the first three. Number four, about we're going to talk about having it all. Right? We hear that phrase. We've heard that phrase for, oh gosh, I don't know, whatever, how many years, decades it's probably been around, if not longer. And for me and my students and my clients... Having it all means pursuing a career while living a calm life and having time for friends, family, and self. And that time is quality time, not just not quantity time. It doesn't have to be quantity time, but it is quality time. So we will talk about that. And then lastly, number five. Number five is a little bit of a bonus because I'll probably be bringing in lots of guests on this topic more so than teaching myself. But number five, I wanna talk about style. Style. So whether we're talking about clothes, so I'm definitely gonna bring in some, some clothes folks like to talk about you know, work style or personal style and um, ethically sourced uh, garments and how to, sh- how to be a responsible consumer. Um, but also it, could, it can be art as well, like how to style your home, how to have a beautiful living space. And how to do that while supporting emerging artists and BIPOC artists and how to do it ethically and responsibly again. And it also kind of, with this topic about style, it just lends itself to the thread between all of it, which is that, you know, I want you to be you. And I also want you to to be bold, be unique in your way. To me, bold doesn't mean you have to be loud or the loudest, biggest person in the room. Just bold means you're willing to, to, to step out there, to, to stand out, to stand out in your way, to stand out in the way that feels good to you, that makes sense for who you are. So that's our plan. Those are our five main topics we're going to be talking about. And I'm going to bring in lots of guests, like I said. So let me know. Send me an email or, a, or DM me. Let me know if there's someone you think would be perfect for me to bring on to this podcast. And let me know as well, did any of these topics resonate with you in particular? Did, are there some, are there rules in your industry that you've come across that you think should be broken? Let me know because I will definitely cover those. And if this podcast resonates with you in any way, shape or form, I would love, love, love it if you could go over to iTunes and leave me a review. It really helps get the, get the, the word and the awareness out about this podcast. Um, it really, it brings a smile to my face to see the reviews come in. And I mean, let's be honest, fairies clap every time someone leaves a review. We want the fairies to clap, right? <laughs> so please, please head over, leave a review. And in your review, what I would love for you to do is for you to tell me either a rule that you think should be broken or tell me what which of the topics that I talked about or which topic to you would be really important for us to cover in this podcast. And what I'll do, my promise back to you, 
is that as they start coming in, I'll start reading them off if there are some really good rules that need to be broken. And I'll start looking for guests and I'll start creating trainings and um, giving you tips or jumping deep into mindset issues that are coming up. So head on over, over to the Apple iTunes podcast reviews and leave me a review. Like I said, fairies will clap. <laughs> Thank you. And I look forward to getting to know you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Now, if this podcast helped you or inspired you in any way, I would love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. It takes about 20 seconds, if that, and it's, it's honestly the easiest way for you to thank me for this episode. Every time I see a review, it brings me so much joy and it just lights me up. So if you could do that for me, I would be ever so grateful. Now, the other thing you can do is you can take a screenshot of this episode or even a screenshot of your review and send it to a friend or share it in a Facebook group or even post on your LinkedIn newsfeed to let other people know about this podcast and this episode. Thanks again. And now get out there and start breaking some rules. <laughs>